Welcome to ContenderCast, a global leadership and consumer industries entrepreneurship podcast centered on shining a light on bright ideas. And now, here's your host, Justin Hahnemann. Thanks for listening, thanks for tuning in, thanks for downloading. It's Justin Hahnemann on the ContenderCast. We're shining a light on bright ideas. And today, you guys are going to love this conversation. You're going to have a couple of good laughs from this conversation. You're going to take away some amazing content around branding and naming companies and products and whatnot. And on the podcast today is my new very good friend, Alexandra Watkins. Alexandra, I am so glad you're here. I can't even wait to jump into your content. I'm so excited. Oh my gosh, Justin, you you have more energy than I, I do. Wait. This is going to be great. <laughs> I know. I So um, a, a little bit of backstory. Um, Robbie Coleman-Baxter introduced us. You guys remember her. She's been on the podcast twice, which has been amazing. And I was like, I wonder who Alexander is. And I, w- I was looking up her book, Hello, My Name is Awesome, How to Create Brand Names That Stick. Um, and then her company, Eat My Words. And then I just started diving deeper and deeper into some of the work she's done with companies, like naming conventions around companies and brands. And I mean, I just started laughing. I just couldn't even wait to dive into this. I mean, you're an expert at it. So, all right, Alexandra, let's start with this. How in the world did you, I know you spent some time in marketing in the you know early part of your career, but how did you get to a place where you started your own business and got into this world of naming? Well, I was an advertising copywriter for a very long time. And I worked at big agencies like Ogilvy. And every once in a while, I would get thrown a bone and get to name something. And I loved naming. I was really good at it. It was so much fun. But I didn't know naming was a profession because I naming. I either. I didn't right, know either. Who knew? Who right. knew? Because naming is part of branding and branding and advertising weren't intersecting at that point. And they still don't very much because companies are fighting over the client budget. So I didn't know. Interesting. naming was a thing. So when I found that out, you know, like 15 years after being a copywriter, I <laughs> changed gears and said, I'm going to be a namer. And people are like, you can't just name things. I'm like, yes, I can. So I tried to break into the business. It was really hard because uh, usually naming firms hire linguists and I didn't have a degree in linguistics. I didn't have a degree in anything. I skipped college because <laughs> you traveled was, the world. Well, when I was in eighth grade, I knew I wanted to be in advertising. And my mom told me, she's like, you you get really bored so easily in school. So yeah, you can, and they trusted me. I'm like, look, I know what I want to do. Just let me do it. So I kind of talked my way into some big ad job, advertising agency jobs. I but know. I, uh, I would, I just said, I'm going to do this. And I found out the world's kind of most premier naming firm was a branding firm called Landor and Associates. And it happened to be right in San Francisco where I live. So I tried everything I could to get into Landor and they weren't, I, it was back before LinkedIn. I didn't know the names of anyone. So I was sending them photos of my dog and all the names (laughs) I came up with for my dog. (laughs) And Landor didn't bite. So finally I got my big break and believe it or not, it was on a match.com date. Oh my gosh. Wait, you were on, so wait, you were on match.com and you went on a date. I was on match.com. I went on a date. Now it was my third date with this guy named Samir 
and we were going to a cocktail party where I was going to be meeting his friends. And yep. I know it's I know it's hard to tell from my from my from my like outgoing personality, right. but I can be really shy if I don't know people. So I yeah, asked him before I the party, like, "Hey, who's going to be there? Tell me about your friends." And so he, you know, mentioned Jim from his bike team and Susan from his office and his friend Anthony from Landor. And I was like, "What? what? Landor? You know yeah. someone that the works at Landor?" I'm like, "What does he do?" He's like, "I don't know, head of naming or something." And I'm like, "What?" Because like right before. It was I didn't know who this guy Anthony Shore was because there was no LinkedIn, right? It was all super secretive back then. Right. So I'm like, okay, th- I was so excited, right? So totally. we were leaving <laughs> to go to the party, and I always kept my business cards by the door. At that time, I was a I was freelancing as a copywriter. Right. Yep. And. I went to grab my cards and he goes, what are you doing? And I'm like, I'm getting my cards. I want to meet your friend, Anthony and kind of half joking, half serious. He goes, no, you're not. And I'm like, what, (laughs) what Samir, like, what's your deal? Like I need to meet, I need to meet this guy. And he's like, look, Alexandra, it's Saturday night. It's a cocktail party, not a networking party. Leave your cards at home. And I was like, what? Always carry your cards. Give me a break. (laughs) Yeah. So I, you know, shoved some of my cards into my tiny little purse and off we went. And so Samir wasn't like, he was like kind of being a jerk. Right. And I'm like, but look, this is my big break. And he's, I'm like, what is your deal? And he's like, every time, like every time my friends meet Anthony and they find out what he does, they're like, Oh, I'm really good at naming things. And you know, it's so annoying. I'm like, but I am really good at naming things. Yeah. So we get to the party and on the way there, I'm like trying to think, okay, what have I named? I had named some things by then. So we get to the party and it's like really it's really crowded bar and like I have no idea who Anthony is and I'm like super shy, right? right? So I spend the first hour eavesdropping on every conversation until I finally hear this guy in a top hat introduce himself as Anthony. And you're like, so I, there's Anthony. Yeah, so I kind of, you know, mosey into the conversation and introduced myself and he saw a really nice guy and he's like, Alexandra, what do you do? And <laughs> Perfect. I, I totally, <laughs> Let me tell you. <laughs> I totally lied. And I said, I'm a product namer. And he's like, no, I'm a product namer. And I'm like, you are? <laughs> and he's like, yeah. Oh he's like, why haven't I ever heard of you? I'm like, I don't know. You know, I come from advertising. He's like, well, what have you named? So I like reel them all off, right? And I had named some cool stuff, like right. for the gap and yeah, just right. stuff freelancing. And so this whole, so then Anthony says the magic words. Do you have a card on you? <laughs> yes, in my back pocket. <laughs> so I go, I I don't know. Let me see. So <laughs> yeah, right. I, I, I dig, I start to dig around in my tiny little purse. And this whole time, Samir had been watching me from the bar. So I turn to look at him while I'm kind of digging through my purse. And I give him the biggest F you, right? <laughs> the, the date was over. <laughs> yeah. So then I hand Anthony my card. And a couple weeks later, I got a call and I got a project naming ch- some chips for Frito-Lay, which right. was awesome. And then Lander started hiring me and giving me a ton of business. And I started freelancing for all of these other naming firms, including one called Strategic Name Development that hired me to name a new bacon cheeseburger for Wendy's. Mm. And I and I came up with the name The Baconator. Oh, my God. 
how long yeah. okay so let's just take that as an example like how, did you just have it you know what i mean like immediately no, or no, how, did, no, how does no. this work that in was, your mind they were, well look they were a really they're a really good firm and they would send these really really good uh naming briefs and they i remember reading something about like a truck driver had to be comfortable ordering it but we would go through a couple rounds with that that agency they were they were like really they're really good at squeezing good names out of you so it just was on one of my on one of my lists, so that oh became God. the name. And I could never take credit for it on my website because, and well, first of all, I was work for hire, right? Sure. So that's about that time I was like, I need to start my own company and get my own direct clients right. because all these other firms like Landor were putting their, their yeah. yeah, they're putting their good, and I get it because I now hire freelancers and and I totally get it. But um, yeah, that's around the time I started Eat My Words. Oh, by the way, Samir takes yeah, full credit. Happened. Yeah, did, oh my so God. Did, Samir, did Samir, Samir and or the guy, the Landor guy ever no, know the no, story? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So Samir, <laughs> Samir takes full credit for launching my naming career. <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> Which I think is was hilarious. Was there another date or was that just the only one? Um, no, no, we went, we went out a couple of times. I mean, I knew I would never marry the guy, but no, we, we had a lot, we both oh were God. big world travelers and yeah. love to, yeah, you, you know, ride bikes and yeah. Yep. So yeah, I've been, I've been, I've been to Libya, like, you know, <laughs> I've been crazy places. Right. So, and you've eaten um, some crazy so, food that I read. Um, I have, yeah, I have, but, I, I um, that. Anthony, yeah, yeah. Did Anthony, Anthony and I did you are ever friends. tell Anthony, hey, listen, yeah, yeah. here's how it yeah, all went yeah. down? I came clean. Anthony and I are good friends. We are colleagues, support each other. Hilarious. He was a great mentor to me. I mean, there's things that Anthony said to me while I was, you know, working for him that I still remember because they were so motivating and empowering. Wow, you know, like so your awesome. names are infectious. So yeah, oh. Anthony was a great, great uh mentor. And uh, yeah, he knows the That's whole so story. Cool. It's so interesting that you're, you know, this is your thing. You know, like you mentioned, not many people I think would this be their thing, or they think they're kind of good at it. But I mean, you got it. And okay, I also, in addition to copywriter, I saw in your background that you also were a greeting card writer. Yeah. And so, <laughs> how does that happen? And then, <laughs> what do you do as a greeting card writer? Oh my gosh, that's such a great story, but it's it's a great story, but it's kind of a long story, so I won't go Give me into the, it. But the, the short version. <laughs> okay, I when I was in high school, I used to collect these greeting cards. I'd paper my locker yeah. at Mission Bay High with these greeting cards by this company named Paper Moon Graphics, and they were these like super sexy airbrushed cards, and I really liked them, and I always wanted to work for them, but I didn't have any artistic skills so fast forward years later i'm reading ad week and i see the back this ad in the back greeting card writers wanted and it was from paper moon graphics <laughs> and so they had they were doing these cards at the time called life and hell and you might remember them and they were designed by matt graining who did the simpsons but he got busy with the simpsons all of a sudden and so they needed a new line of cards and i was like what am i gonna do i have to work for this company it's my dream this is my dream my total dream and so I had created these books called The Private World of Bad Taste by Just Another Spoiled Rich Kid from La Jolla. Okay. Um, 
they were where I would take, I would go to the flea market here in San Diego and I would take these old 1950s magazines and I cut out the pictures and then I juxtapose them with text from penthouse letters. <laughs> so it'd make these like really funny, like you've seen them, all the retro, you see them now, all the retro cards. It's been copied yes, millions of times. Kind of hot again, so yeah. yeah. So I sent Paper Moon my greedy, I sent them like 50 different things out of the private world about Jace that could be greeting cards. And I, I'll just tell you really quickly. So I get a call. I finally, like, it's again, no LinkedIn. Right. Don't call us. We'll call you. Right. Yeah. I don't know. I never hear from them. Months go by. And I finally get this call on the answering machine. It's some guy named <laughs> Fred. From pa- yep. Like, I know, right? This guy, named, right. Yep. this guy named Fred. He's like, hey, it's Fred from Paper Moon. I found your work i really like it you know when i call me and it was like 10 o'clock at night i'm like there's no way the guy's gonna be there but i couldn't wait i had to call back you know so <laughs> the phone rings and rings and fred answers i'm like oh my god, oh my god. like this is okay i got him you know and he's and i'm like fred why are you there so late he's like i'm always here this late i'm the janitor and i was like what what you know like what do you mean and he's like Oh, I found your work in the trash. I I really liked it. I'm like, oh my god, oh my dirty god. old man, you know, because my work was super racy <laughs> and sec- sexual, right? So I'm like, oh my god, I'm like crushed, right? So he's like, well, you know, I think you should come in and meet the creative director, Robert Bitch. You know, I'll, you know, he, I like him. He likes me. Just come on in. I was like, oh my god, this is so mortifying, right? This is so hilarious. I go, I go, I go so. I have good stories. So I go there one day after work and I'm like super sheepish, right? I like go right. in because I'm like, oh my God, this guy threw my work away. <laughs> and so I go in to meet with Robert and he's like, well, who are you? And I'm like, oh, oh, no. I think I and talked I, to the janitor the other night. <laughs> I know. And, he's, and I'm like, and he's like, why are you here? I'm like, well, Fred, you know, he's like, Fred, you know who Fred is, right? I'm like, yes. He's the janitor, and Robert just burst out laughing, and he goes, "Fred owns the company." <laughs> like they totally punked me, right? <laughs> that is hilarious. Yeah, they so were huge practical jokers. Oh, yeah, that's hilarious. Fun. Yeah, so that's how I and got happened. 300, 300 greeting cards in print. Yeah. Well, for those of you listening that are wondering, like how you make things happen and how you can go above and beyond and how you can differentiate yourself, I'd, I'd suggest you go. <laughs> listen to that story over and over and over because you can do things like that today by the way and it's even easier to get in front of people but so many people don't want it they want an easy answer or easy and you know um okay alexandra i i get so i love this this is so fun so you start your own business eat my words so um <laughs> why eat my words well we started out or i started out naming things that make people fat and drunk <laughs> okay like by the way, don't fat shame me, people. I said that once when I was speaking at Stanford and like this chick on Twitter was like telling everyone I was oh fat shaming. Let's um, see. Yeah, well, like, yeah. So I was naming lots of food and beverage. I was naming lots of food and beverage, Got right? It. So that's why I eat my words. And then, then Anthony is like, hey, if you can name potato chips, you can name microchips. And so I started naming, you know, everything except drugs. I don't do drugs that here Although eat my drugs words. have the mo- the craziest names like on the I know, like if you watch tv at night it's like yeah, weird you know i know that's why i don't do them because they're all based on latin and <laughs> it's bizarre um but it's not fun for me no. but yeah and then 
I was like, Anthony, I met with Anthony and another mentor of mine and said like, Hey, I feel like I've outgrown my name, eat my words. Cause I'm naming everything, not just food and beverage. They're like, no, no, the name still works. So, so I kept it and it's good. It, it differentiates me. Sure. So when a company like Coca-Cola or yep. Frito or, you know, Kings Hawaiian or treetop, when they are looking for naming firms and they see that we are named eat my words and we specialize in food and beverage, I have an edge. Yeah, I love that. That's really cool. Well, and and you've worked with some major brands. Um, and then I'm guessing the culmination of a lot of those experiences led to your book, Hello, My Name is Awesome, How to Create Brand Names that Stick. So talk about companies and or products where like you've come in and either the name was awful and then you had to come up with a new name. Like, wh- like what do you see where there's mistakes in the branding and naming? Like, talk about that for a minute. Well, here's one. This company, well, (laughs) the main problem is people try to get an available.com or they're Uh, trying to have a short name, but it's better to have a longer name that's meaningful than a short name that's meaningless. So there was an education online learning company called Edio, E-D-I-O. Yeah. And, you know, their name wasn't, (laughs) yeah. Their name wasn't making an emotional connection with students and they wanted something cooler. So I renamed it Head Rush because, mm. you know, Head Rush is cool, right? And it's now, how did like, you know? Hold think- on. You mentioned something very important there and blew past it. Like, how did you know the name wasn't re- resonating with students? Did you have to do like research and whatnot? Or how does that work? No, no, you just know. Like, <laughs> just okay, know. here's, here's, <laughs> no. Well, here's the, here's the thing it's kind of like the bacon acre, the bacon acre with truck drivers. Would a, tr- would, the, yeah. would a truck driver want to say bacon acre? Yes. Would a student want to put a sticker on their skateboard or, you know, binder that said Edio? No. no. Would they want to put one head on that said Headrush? Sure. Totally. Oh, yeah. So that that to me is the acid test. Like, I can just, you know, do they want to wear it on a t-shirt? That's often what I ask myself. Or would they be proud to, like, sport it on a, like, we named a janitorial service, Eat My Dust. Oh. And, like, when that guy would go to, like, conferences... And like all the other janitorial services would have these like boring names, you know, like ABC janitorial. And like here he is with his name badge that says Eat My Dust, total conversation starter, I right? I love that. Makes That's awesome. Me- yeah. So I'm a really, really big believer that a name should make you smile instead yep. of scratch your head. Because the second you smile, you make an emotional connection. Like when we named a GPS for dogs retriever. Mm hmm. So people, and I can see it on their face when I, when I say it, like the people, there's that second where they get it, right? Sure. And they get it. People want to be, feel smart and get it. They don't, they want to feel clued in, not clueless. So when you have a name, like, like there's this lingerie company with this horrible name, it's called Third Love. What does that even mean? <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> but then there's another lingerie company called Goddess. Like, which one do w- women want? They want to be. They want to be the goddess. goddess, of course. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. So, how much of your business is companies coming to you looking for help? And because it seems like some of the big brands you mentioned, you know, Coca Colas and the Frito Lays of the world, et cetera, Xerox, Google. I mean, like. These companies don't they feel like they have their own in-house talent, quote unquote, that can do naming? Like, how much do they rely on that versus um, using a partner like you? Do you know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, big big firms almost always farm it out. I mean, got it. it okay. the big a big like Colgate, right? Like I've done three projects for Colgate this yep. year because they just, you know, I mean, 
I think people inter naming is really a specialty and you can have in-house copywriters, but I know a lot of copywriters that aren't good, that admittedly aren't good namers. And just the same way that like, I could never write a song cause I, <laughs> you know, I can write, but right. like, that's not in my wheelhouse. That's not your thing. So, yeah. Totally. Yeah. Everyone has their specialty. So yeah, they, or a lot of times companies will generate names internally. I, look, no one ever hires my firm without trying it on their on their own first. Like, why would you? Right. People can come up with names for free, but often what happens is they they get killed in trademarking. They can't find an available domain name. They can't get their team to agree on a name. They <laughs> run out of ideas. They don't know where to brainstorm. So that's you know this is where like all of that stuff I can do. That's so funny. Well, um, let's see your book, Top Ten Marketing Book by Inc. Um, you were also the second. So the in the second edition was recently awarded a Outstanding Works of Literature. Owl Award, which is amazing. One of the things that you say is your brand name shouldn't look like someone got drunk and played Scrabble. <laughs> and it seems like there are companies where they've bundled together letters, you know, and I guess you're right. Maybe it's to get the do domain. Um, but I, I, I'm like, I sit there and I go, I scratch my head sometimes at that because I'm not even sure what that really, what they really mean. You know what I mean? And I think that's a challenge with startups. Yeah, that's why I say a name should make you smile instead of scratch your head. And there's so many head scratchers out there. And I think a couple things, it's the domain name. It's people don't know any better, right? Like you don't right. learn in school how to name things. There's, no. And I know because I, I, I teach at so many different MBA programs. I lecture and I'm the first person that's ever talked to them about it. And, you know, entrepreneurs need to learn this stuff or they're just copying. They don't know any better. So or they think they're being clever, you know, and look, sure. Hey, just because it's clever doesn't mean it's doesn't a good idea. Wearing yeah. two different colored socks is creative. Is it a good idea? Not really. So <laughs> they don't know the rules and I have the rules, you know, I have the smile and scratch test. That's, right. You know, smile is an acronym for the five qualities that make a name awesome awesome and scratch is an acronym for the seven deadly deal breakers you know wow. these are like hazard hot naming hazards that will hurt your brand Th that's a great segue so um i do want to cover those so let's let's start with smile what what are the what's the acronym and then what are the elements of smile Smile is the S stands for suggestive. Your name should suggest something about what your brand is or does. Don't make people guess. The M is memorable. What makes a name memorable is that it's rooted in the familiar. For instance, kryptonite locks. We all know kryptonite from Superman. Of course. Uh, ver versus a bike lock company called a bus, a B U S like <laughs> we don't know. We're not. What is <laughs> yeah, that? Right. Yeah. Um, and then the I is imagery. If you say a name and you can picture it in your head, like rent the runway, right? Now that's a mm. long name, but it has so much visual imagery totally. versus like RTR is meaningless. That's right. Uh, well, that has leg, an acronym for many other things. Go ahead. Yeah, sorry. The legs is the L in smile and legs is where you can extend your brand. For instance, we named a PR firm Fire Talker PR and the woman who runs it calls herself the fire chief. She works in the firehouse. Her That's theme cool. song that she plays when she does speaking engagements is the Ohio players, you know, singing fire. So uh, that's a name with legs. That's then cool. E, I like that. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, this is a lot of fun. A name with legs is so much fun. And then <laughs> E is emotional. You, your name must make an emotional connection. It has to resonate with your customers or it's going to go right over their head. I love that. 
That's okay. So that is awesome. And we could stop right there and everyone could, could uh, move on and, and they would have a big takeaway, but we're not done. Um, so then you've got the scratch side, which is the, you know, maybe these are not the best names uh, to use. And so talk about what the scratch letters mean. Okay. S is spelling challenge. Spelling and I'll, I'll give you challenge. spelling challenge. Do you want, do you want, do you want me to give you a quick totally. spelling challenge? Do you want me to give you? Okay. Right, so go. these are the names. Zobney. Okay. Zobney. Um, humanly. Okay. And keep. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Zobney. Okay. How did you spell Zobney? Z-O-B-N-Y? X-O-B-N-I. Okay. I failed on That's that one. Okay. In- inbox spelled backwards. How oh, did you spell hu- how do you spell humanly? Humanly. I mean, come on, right? H-U-M-A-N-L-Y. Yeah. Humanly. It's humanly possible. Nope. H-E-U-M-A-N-L-Y. <laughs> It's and like lift. What, what it's like lift with a you know L Y F T. Yeah. Okay. Um, and what about keep? Keep or cheap? Keep. Oh, keep. Like um, finders keepers. Okay, keep. got it. Hmm. I know this is gonna fail. I'm just gonna say what everyone else is thinking. K E E P. Right. Um, yeah. Two spellings. <laughs> this I've seen it spelled two different ways. K E Y P. One one keep? brand is K I I P. Oh God. No. And the other is K E A P. No. That's, so that's, anytime somebody here, head on that one. Yeah. right. So like, why would you want a brand name? Like, 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 uh, so many of us have names that we have to spell for people or street names we have to spell. Like, why would you want to do that to yourself when you're starting out with a blank slate? Don't give your name any disadvantages. So that's S. I love the that. The C is. Thank you. <laughs> I have a really fun spelling test in in my new online course. <laughs> oh, no, we're going to talk um, about that in a minute. Yeah. Oh, good. Okay, the C. In, the first C in Scratch is copycat. Okay. So many people copy other names. They're, they use like really trendy words like, you know, Zen or <laughs> Fresh or Snap. Like, been there, done that. And so there's tons of copycats, but people work in a vacuum a lot mm-hmm. of times. They don't even know they have a copycat name. And then um, CR is restrictive, and that's where you outgrow your name, like it's fast signs, you know, fast, fast okay. signs. Yeah, and then you're fast doing signs, things other than signs. Fast Lines tagline is more than fast, more than science. So, like, what a waste of a tagline. Like, just change your name. <laughs> change your name. Um, or 24-Hour Fitness. They outgrew their name. They're, right. they're um, 99 cent store, right? Uh, they still they suffer more than 99 cents. More than 99 cents, exactly. Yeah. Not all 24-Hour Fitnesses are open 24 hours. So, that's that. a restrictive name. Um, the FCRA is annoying, and that's like a name like Zobney, which is inbox spelled backwards. <laughs> Or a name that's just like so forced <laughs> together, like like screencastify, like <laughs> like really or what <laughs> yoga philosophy, like come oh on, that's annoying. Um, you, you know, you want your name to be a welcome mat, not <laughs> sure. a do not disturb sign. Totally agree. Okay. Then let's see. All right. S C R T is tame, and you don't want a name that's tame. Because you need to stand out and you can't afford to be shy with your brand name. Your brand name needs to be like a little advertising headline for you. And that's why my names are so different right. because I worked in advertising and I know that a headline would have to make that emotional connection. And that's why these names that I do, do as well. And then the H is hard to pronounce. Yep. So that's a name like, uh, well, like, you know, 
XOBNI. How do you pronounce that? No idea. Or KIIP. Like people don't know if that's KIP or KEEP. So, or, or a name in a foreign language, like right. Sur La Table is, you know, it's, everybody thinks it's <laughs> Sur, Sur La Table. table. Sur La Table, yeah. I mean. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, Tob, what do, you, what do you mean? Is that a different place? Yeah, that's crazy. I love that. Yeah, so, so that's a smile and scratch us. And by the way, it's, it's on my website, eatmywords.com. If you scroll down a little bit on the homepage, you'll see a, a free test, how strong is your brand name? And then you can run your name through the test and it asks you a bunch of questions. And uh, we'll give you a score at the end. So fun. Uh, okay. Um, so talked about your book, talked about, and you just you just hit on your website. Um, talk about, you've got a new um, class coming out, which is kind of cool, online course, how to create super sticky brand names, which I mean, again, anyone listening, whether you're starting your own business or working for a large one, um, you know, talk about this. And I know you've been working on this for like six to eight months now. So, and um, yeah. <laughs> tell us about it, where we can find it and all that. Okay. So yeah, it's, it's what it is. It's a step-by-step creative framework to generate unforgettable names that will attract mm. customers and get more sales. There are 36 lessons. It is like my book on steroids and Technicolor. It's so much fun. I, I have it. truly spent six months, nights, days, weekends working on it. I really missed being in advertising. So all oh. of the opportunities I could to make really fun visuals and it's really entertaining and engaging. It's all there. It launches in September, maybe mid-September. Sure. Perfect. Uh, and there, there will be a free webinar, hopefully at some, hopefully in September. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, that's, that's the course it's, and it will be, it will live at eatmywords.com. That's awesome. And it's, I it's just that. super engaging and there's, you know, you'll learn, it's just such a deep dive. Like just the copycat lesson alone is mind blowing when you see how many copycats there are out there. Right. And then the, the brainstorming module, there's 10 lessons and I teach people how to invent names, which is something I've never taught before. It's not in my book. And so I give lots and lots of tricks and I, I give so many good examples. And these are like real examples. I mean, how many times have you taken a, a course or a webinar and you're like, this was all fluff. Like totally. I th- there was no meat. This is all me. There is so no it's such a relevant th- th- topic. Yeah. This is so rich. I mean, it's really all of the examples are real. There's so many great before and after name examples, you know, where like when I talked about Edio, there's lots of those. So <laughs> right. it's really just a great course in learning what to do, what not to do, and like how to get your team to agree on a name, how to evaluate names as a group, how to narrow down the list. So yeah, it's and and name changes. Spelling bee tool, right? Yep, spelling bee. There's a whole module in name changes. So if you're thinking about changing your name, it tells you how to do it. It the, there's a a whole rollout of it. Wow. There is a, a the mother of all spreadsheets showing you <laughs> oh everything God. you need everything you need to do to do a name change rebrand. So really you cool. don't miss anything. So yeah, it's it's all in there. That's so funny. I have, okay, so um love that launching in September. Um what's your method? So, you know, do you have like a, a process you go through for naming? Like, you, and I know it probably, it could, it could be different for other people, right? But do you have a method or is it just something where your own creative, you know, thinking comes up with uh, options and ideas? How does that work for you? Like, no, I totally have a method. I mean, I go through the whole thing in the brainstorming 
module where I show where I, where I start. I always start in the same three places and then I go from there and then I start and I have my favorite websites that I go to to get ideas and start like inventing words and looking for ideas and diving deeper. So I'll give you an example of like my, my train of thought. So I was naming a men's athleisure brand. Okay. And the guy was really into MMA fighting. <laughs> okay. He wanted, you know, a name that yep. was cool. So, uh, and I didn't know anything about that. And I'm not like really like, what well, I don't watch like action movies or anything, but I thought, <laughs> I bet there's something there. So I Googled top movie fight scenes and top movie car chase scenes. And I just read, what I do is I just read and skim. So I just read every because because everything's on the internet right like i knew that there would be something there and there was because all these nice people compile this stuff so i read and read and read and read and i finally like it just jumped things just jump out at me and i saw stunt double and i'm like that's the name and that was did become the name so yeah that's what i do i just try to like if i am naming um i was naming a new brand of tuna for Starkist, and i went and i googled boat names because you know people have like really clever names yeah, for their, their boats, boats sure so something like that so yeah that that's what i do i just try to think of parallels like what what could work or i'll just do a deep dive into exploring like you know looking up names of ski runs or mm. nightclubs or just that's one way i get my brain going but then like ski i was runs. naming that's an interesting fr- one there's always some, there's yeah. some great or ski like, run names out there yeah yeah there are i was naming um a frozen yogurt store and i looked at the word yo and what it rhymed with and i saw bro yo sh- I saw, well, there's so many, but like, and I go through all this in my course, but one of the names I saw was Go, like, like Van Gogh, G-O-G-H, and I was like, oh, Vincent Van Gogh, Vincent Van Yo. so, and it was self-serve, so I named it Vincent Van Yo, and the tagline is, make your own masterpiece. Oh, that's cool. I love yeah. that one. Go yeah, I've named, three, I've named three frozen yogurt stores, and oh. not, none of them are like. So it, there's a really good thing in Copycat where I show a whole slide of here's 50 names that copied Pinkberry, and they're all frozen yogurt stores with the word berry in them. Like, yeah. you know, Blissberry, Coolberry, no, Yoberry, like Sunberry. Fast yeah, they're followers. riding on, yeah. yeah, they're riding on someone else's coattails. So, uh, yeah, so I, people, and people don't know. So that's why I teach them, like, hey, and why be, why be like somebody else when you can be yourself? So, I really drill it into people's heads and there's a whole whole there's seven lessons on domain names and like how to find available <laughs> domain names. So it's all in there. It's it's like it's my uh I wouldn't call it my opus exactly, but it's like everything people need to know in a really, really fun cool. and engaging course. That is awesome. I can't even wait to check it out. I absolutely will be. Um okay, Alexander, this is amazing. I wanna have you back and deep dive into a couple of these areas and so um i'm looking forward to that maybe we'll do that later um the next couple months and i this yeah. has just been so awesome i love the, i just it's a, a fun space to be in i'm sure people listening are like oh my god that would be so cool and so interesting but i think it's your thing like i don't think everyone would be it would be great at that and it's just it's your thing and like i, I think it's such an interesting space and i don't know why any company or 
you know, anyone building a product or brand wouldn't want to leverage someone like you to help them, right? I mean, a lot of people make mistakes up front and then come to you to probably fix those. Yeah, they do. Wow. Well, um, all right. Before we go, share with our audience again where they can reach out to you, how they can connect with you, how they can get you to come speak at their events, all of that. Go to my website, eatmywords.com. It's all on there. You can reach me directly at alexandra at eatmywords.com. This has been so fun. The Contender Cast is sponsored by Henderson Shapiro Peck and powered by Contender Brands. You can download additional Contender Cast episodes directly via Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, Spotify, iHeartMedia, YouTube, and other preferred podcast platforms. If you would like to be a guest on the Contender Cast, connect with us at contendercast.com. This is Brian Benson reminding you that every winner started as a contender.